Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. If you are thinking about transitioning from a company or a profession that's completely non-tech to the technology industry and nonetheless a client success role, I have brought over today someone that's just done this journey very successfully, and she's going to share all her journey, how she did it, and give you some tips and advice on how you can break through to work from something like nonprofit to a software technology firm and like a software company and be a customer success manager. And I'd like to welcome Liron Kreitman. Hi, Reet. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Liron, you have such an incredible professional journey. I think I kind of hinted before you actually started in a nonprofit. Were you like in client services or advocacy? What did you do for that nonprofit? I worked as a fundraising director. So I did that for nearly a decade. My focus was bringing in new contributions or renewing existing contributions and being that main point of contact for our organization supporters. So I was managing the Long Island division. I was the director of Long Island for fundraising. And by the time I ended, my role was bringing in about $5 million of contributions to the organization on an annual basis. All right. So you're in a nonprofit, this sounds like to some degree, some of those skills are transferable to sales and some of them are maybe transferable to customer success because you were dealing also with existing people who donated or organizations that donated to yours. And so what made you feel like, all right, I'm done with nonprofit. Let me go switch over to software. I think that being in a nonprofit, especially as the nonprofit is growing, there's so much of wearing a million hats. So it was really exciting. It was a great time. But after several years in the industry, it kind of became repetitive in a way. And I was looking for a new challenge. Now, a lot of my network, my friends, people I know are in tech. And I got really curious. And what really drew me into tech is that innovation, change, fast pace, and I was ready for a change. So when I kind of observed what are kind of the different roles they have in tech companies, it became apparent to me that there's a pretty wide variety of roles and skills that are transferable between a decade of fundraising and roles you have at a tech company. So primarily as a fundraising director, you do business development, you do sales, and client success was really the relationship building and keeping the partnership was really the most critical part and the most important part of a fundraiser's job. It was very obvious to me that the next step would really be a relationship management role. So I am pretty, you know, I was confident that I could learn whatever needed to be learned to get it into tech, learn the technical skills of doing the job. But I was really wanting to focus on that relationship aspect of a role in technology. Okay. So you're done with your nonprofit job. At that point, you're like, okay, I'm all in for finding something in the technology industry. How easy was it to find your next role? And what did you do to kind of like weave into 
any kind of role that has some sort of a relationship management built into it? My first step was really talking to the people doing the jobs, you know, calling people in my network, talking and really understanding, like, what do you do in sales? What is an account manager role? What do client success managers do? And, you know, it was clear to me in at least in 20. 17, 2018, when I was looking to make that transition, is that account management and client success really depends on the company as far as what it meant, right? There wasn't a super clear line between and definition between those two roles. So those were the two that I kind of focused and narrowed in on. You know, sending out resumes to companies didn't really yield any results. My way around it was really talking to people I know in my network and really looking for a place to kind of who can make the introduction and how can I get my foot in the door? Because I was confident that as soon as someone just gave me the opportunity, let me do the job, I can prove that my skills are transferable and that I could succeed in that role. So sounds like you did your due diligence. You talked to various people in the technology industry wearing different hats or having different roles that might seem like could be applicable for you and kind of learn what are the shades of gray. And then you reached out to recruiters because when you were submitting your resume from a nonprofit, like people weren't able to make that connection that leave on their own. And even recruiters sometimes were having a hard time to submit your resume and kind of pitch for you. And so the next thing that you've done is went on and tried to get some introductions. How many introductions did you get? I was fortunate that kind of my first introduction landed me the role. I'm very kind of aware that that's not always going to be the case, but I was specifically focusing on a company, Social Solutions, that does case management software for nonprofits. The background and experience made sense to them and that transition was something that they valued. Again, I while I could have gone through the recruiter, I did go through a contact that I had at the company asking for the introduction and for an opportunity. So you got your first job. Was that in customer success? No, my first role was not in customer success. I started in sales. And how long did you work in sales before you switched over to customer success? I was in sales for about a year and a half or so. And did you switch over to customer success with the same company or did you move to another company? I actually moved to another company to work in client success. When you were interviewing for a client success position, were you sharing or emphasizing different skill sets than when you were interviewing for a sales role? In other words, what skill sets were you able to transition over from your previous jobs into customer success? To me, really, what is one of the most critical skills for client success is you should be comfortable having difficult conversations, right? Most of the time, things go well, okay, but at all times with any relationship, whether it's personal or at work, there are going to be difficult conversations. Things are not going to go well, and people are going to be upset. So, you know, knowing that you can stay calm, that you can be empathetic, that you have great listening skills, that you can listen to someone 
validate that you understand the issue that they're referring to, and then take that, try to find the root cause. So interested in problem solving, empathy, being creative about finding solutions and following through are kind of the really basic skills that any client success manager needs to have. So there's trust, empathy, listening skills, the ability to have difficult conversations because Sometimes things go wrong. So all of these skills are very transferable between all industries. When you move to your new client success role, you mentioned that the transition wasn't like super like, oh, it's completely the same. What was different in the new role for you? In a sales role, you have to go through negotiations and signing contracts. There's a lot of I would say almost admin work associated to it. And when I was in sales, that was really draining to me. Kind of, we found the solution. We all agreed that's what we need. And now we have to carry it through contract negotiations, paperwork, ops, opportunities, moving it through the stages, talking to a hundred people, getting that deal sealed. I felt like that was really draining for me, energy wise. I was just... At the end of the quarter, at the end of the month, I was just exhausted. What was exciting to me about the transitioning to client success was that I got to do what I was excited about, which is working together to find a solution. But when I found the solution, if it was sales related, if it had to be a deal closed, I could hand it off to my account executive and they could deal with closing and sealing the deal. And I got to focus on the relationship. I got to focus on making sure things are carried through the finish line. And I didn't have to kind of focus on things that I didn't feel energize me and make me excited. How many accounts did you get as a client success manager when you just started? There was a lot of transition. Initially, it was around 90 to 100 accounts. Over the year, there was restructuring and I ended up with a book of business of over 200 accounts. Were they small accounts mainly? They were kind of was that a mix? small, medium. So small and medium. Yeah. So I've kind heard. of two segments kind of shoved together. <laughs> I wish that that was uncommon, but I think there's a lot of CSMs in your position. So you get this like almost 200 accounts to manage. Are, were there some CSMs that only had six, 10, 20, or did everybody have 200 accounts? No, we had a few. Our segmentation on our side was the small medium around 200. And then we had the enterprise team just under 100. And then we did have kind of senior focused on enterprise that had five to 10. Basically what she's saying to everybody that's listening, when you're just starting, you're going to get the smaller segment with lots of accounts, and then you're going to work your way up to enterprise unless you had like a ton of relevant experience. So what are you doing with 200 accounts? Is it mostly like managing the renewal contracts or how do you prioritize your, your quarter, your month, your week? So when I came in, my role had a renewal component to it. I did do the contract negotiation and renewal. After the restructuring, the renewal responsibilities went to another team and I did focus on retention and client relationship. So there are different ways to segment in every different company. It will be a little different. Currently, Abrigo works with financial institutions, community financial institutions. So I try to really focus on who are our largest customers and then kind of 
focus on that and create a plan of outreach to make sure that I'm reaching out to my customers. So kind of segment them a little bit. How high touch is each segment in my portfolio? You know, or am I speaking with them on biannual basis to do a full on review? Is this annual enough? And then, you know, sprinkle in that tech touch, that active outreach, reaching out, seeing what's going on. And then the nature of having a portfolio of 200 accounts is that you do have a lot of inbounds, kind of managing that inbound, anything that customers need. Well, congratulations, Leon. You actually made it from nonprofit to like a real CSM that manages relationships, has a tremendous portfolio to manage. And it sounds like you're juggling everything. Sounds like you're very happy. Somebody is a nonprofit or maybe in other industries and want to make that switch over to technology, to customer success, anything else you'd like to share to just help them out? Yeah. One of really great tip that I got really early in this journey, like I would call it in the pre-journey phase of it was sit with yourself and ask yourself, what type of work do you enjoy? Do you enjoy working independently? Do you enjoy working in a team? Do you enjoy work that is deep and in-depth? Or do you enjoy touching a lot of different areas? Nobody can answer these questions for you other than yourself. And it's really important to do some self-reflection before you go out into the world and try to find a new path. So there's so many resources out there. If you go on LinkedIn, if you start connecting with people, if you follow the influencers on LinkedIn, they put out so much content like YouTube channels, like podcasts. There are so many conferences. Put yourself out there. Learn about this community. Learn what KPIs are. What are the buzzwords? What are people talking about? Be knowledgeable. Don't come in and say like, I think CSM is the thing to do. Be very clear and understand why you want to move to a CSM role. Why do you want to move to tech? What energizes you, right? If you know something is really draining and doesn't energize you, that's okay. Just find something that fits you. And I think, I know this is kind of a buzzword, but just be yourself. You know, you're going to be a great fit somewhere because of who you are and not because you're trying to be someone you're not. What kind of questions? really resonated well when you were doing these interviews that you recommend CSM's to ask. You know how at the end of the interview, they always ask you, do you have any questions for us? What were the questions that you were asking at the end of the interview that you would recommend others to ask as well? I would really dig in deep to understanding how the role operates. Very similar to the questions you just asked me. What is going to be the size of my portfolio? How do you normally onboard people? What is your onboard plan? What is your expectations of me in the first 30, 60, 90 days? But also, while that's a great question to ask, it's also a great question to answer and have prepared. If you weren't asked that during the interview, you should proactively ask. And when you said onboard, you meant how do you onboard a new CSM? A new CSM, yes. But, but it, also, it was, how do you onboard new customers? Exactly. Is it going to be me? Or do you actually have a team? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a support team? Or is it actually going to be me? Who does the renewals? Is it me or someone else? Yeah. I think that paints a lot of colors around 
what are the areas that you're going to be accountable for, responsible, or just collaborative? And that will give you a sense of what your CSM role is probably going to look like. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one other recommendation that I personally have is really have a very deep sense of growth and learning mindset. As you were thinking about transitioning from nonprofit to a customer success role, were you considering taking on a certification in customer success? I don't believe there was a specific certification, you know, in 2017 when I was looking or if there was, I didn't, I didn't. weren't aware of it. Yeah. And I do you think now if you were to take a certification as a CSM, that would help you in your journey and as a, in your professional career? I don't know what the curriculum is of a, a certification. I think it really depends on your personality. My personal personality, again, is someone who likes to know everything. So I would probably be interested and would prefer to have it. I don't think it's a prerequisite, at least in my opinion. I think a lot of the skills you might have and just need refining and fine tuning. Liron, you've been so wonderful. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your experience with us. Thank you so much for having me. I truly hope that this is helpful and beneficial to your awesome channel and to the folks listening. Hoping mm -hmm. to see a lot more folks kind of dive into the client success world. And if anybody that's still in nonprofit wants to ask you any questions and kind of take advice, how do they reach you? You can find me on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. <laughs> All right, guys, there you go. There's your next mentor right here. <laughs>